I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. This was a momentous word for man, for every man, woman, and child. No words more encouraging were ever uttered, even by the Lord Jesus himself, for such as felt the need of divine direction. I have no doubt that there was more in them than the mere answer to the question from Thomas, how can we know the way? They meet the need not of one man only, but of all. Yet our Lord was not addressing a multitude of hearers, but the perplexed disciples, and this gives a definiteness of application. He is addressing a believer under Jewish prejudice, not an unconverted man. Not that I am going to confine myself to its strict bearing on the inquiring disciples, for there is in it the fullest answer to the darkest heart. There is divine help for those who know really, but very partially. Their knowledge was scanty, they were not the wise and prudent of the earth, and Scripture takes pains to show this. They were not chosen for anything in themselves. It was manifest that they could add no luster to the gospel. Not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God hath chosen the foolish things of the world to confound the wise, and God hath chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and things which are despised hath God chosen, yea, and things which are not, to bring to naught things that are, that no flesh should glory in his presence. 1 Corinthians chapter 1 verses 26 to 29. Thus does God confound the pride of flesh, and show the utter folly of any pretension on man's part to worth in the things of God, seeing that he is really nothing but a lost sinner. When Thomas asked the question about the way, the thoughts of the disciples were still hampered by the earthly expectation of Israel. But how different was their condition in little more than a month afterwards? We do not hear again of Thomas. May it not have been because he was going on well? In that case, there is not much to talk about. It is people's intrigues and ambitious designs, their quarrels and fights that make up the most of history. Man's attempts to circumvent or repel evil, sometimes successful, more often failing. It is the constant conflict of evil with good, and evil but too often prosperous. The time will come when good will always triumph but it is not come yet. A poor thing truly is man, the world. No wonder that God's thoughts find their center in one person, and he is the object of God here and everywhere. One person was always before the mind of God, and this was expressed thousands of years before he became a man. He was not only perfection, but he was the perfect man, as well as God come down to deliver those who were most opposite to him in every way. Here we see divine good in a man and nowhere else. No man can be a Christian who refuses him or takes any other way. On the one hand, were he not God, it would take away from God's glory as well as destroy man's hopes. He could not else have been the perfect saviour and deliverer. On the other hand, it would have taken away all the means of our blessedness if he had not deigned to become man. But he who was God became man, is so now, and ever will so abide, though infinitely more than man. It is just as true that he is always God, even on the cross, 
and this is the pledge of sure and stable blessing for every soul who would hide himself by faith in him, spite of all his sins. Have you fled for refuge? Have you thus come to him? Or are you thinking to try and make yourself a little better first? But remember, salvation is for sinners. He does not want people who are good, not that he could find them if he did. He has come to seek and to save the lost. It is they who need him. Are you willing to take this place? It is a solemn thing to tell out all our sins to God. It is as much as to confess that one deserves hellfire. Do not draw back when I press this. Does it make any difference to God's thought of you? He knows it all before. But for you, it is all important to take the place of good-for-nothingness in His presence.